Hey, Greg, how are you? Well, Kevin, how are you? Yeah, I haven't seen you in almost two days. Thanks for coming yeah. back. Yeah. Um, what did you know? <laughs> what did you know? When did you know it about Sebastian's suspension? Did you guys uh, think about appealing that or, or, or what was the process like? Yeah, it's been uh, an ongoing discussion for some time. I would say you know a week or so. Uh, in terms of when did we find out that it was that he was actually going to be suspended? Maybe uh, yesterday or the day before, uh, late in the day, the day before, or yesterday at some point. Um, there was a lot of discussion on the topic. Obviously, it's um, a sensitive topic, so I think there's a lot of discussion and a lot of thought that went through from the league perspective and at the end of the day they've made their decision uh we respect their decision at this point i haven't heard anything different so far but so you were not aware of an appeal because you didn't find out about it until yesterday right i mean there had been some discussion of the possibility uh, but in terms of a final decision it was uh you know late in the day the day before or yesterday i can't remember exactly it's kind of running through these days kind of get pushed together so yeah thank you Thanks, Kevin. We'll go next to Damien Calhoun with Daily News Group. Damien, go ahead. Hey, Greg. Hey, Damien. Um, with, with Sebastian gone for two games, how does how do you have to adjust things? Um, could we see more uh, uh, maybe Sasha in the midfield, or how do you sort of adjust things here the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, how we adjust is really kind of a little bit dependent on the opponent. This game this week against the Red Bulls is – a very specific game. Um, unlike most other games in MLS, the Red Bulls have a very specific style. And um, so we will we'll adjust according to what we think is going to give us the best opportunity against the way the Red Bulls play and, and to manage the game the right way for us. Um, that may not be the same solution, obviously, in a, a week from now or next week. So that will kind of play that by ear. So um, that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. And, um, we have some guys who've gotten a lot of minutes during the preseason and guys who have had a lot of opportunities. So I feel like everybody's kind of ready to go and it's just going to be us choosing, uh, a direction for who we want that to be and how that will look on the weekend. So, um, but we're guys are ready for it. And one more, um, injury wise, is everybody available? That's everybody that's in camp, of course, are they available for this weekend? Uh, everybody who has been available is available. The only one who is, uh, to be determined still, it will be Derek, um, for tomorrow. He trained today. We'll see how he responds tomorrow. It's a, it'll be close. We'll see. It's a risk reward call at this point. So. Thanks, Damien. We'll go next to Nikki K with Spectrum Sportsnet. Nikki, go ahead. Hey, coach, just um, from your experience as a defender, when you face an attack like New York's this early in the season, does that do anything to kind of um, test your guys' principles and philosophies as a defense and show, you know, maybe show your cards and what you need to work on? Are, are there any advantages to facing it earlier in the season than later? Yeah, you know, I, I like, uh, as I said to the guys, I, I like a game like this early on because it has, it typically has a different intensity level. Uh, you know, there's, there's no two ways about what they're going to do. They're going to play forward. They're going to play behind you. They're going to test you right away. In transitions, you have to be prepared. There is no seconds off. You know, the only time we can rest is when it's our throw in, our free kick, our dead ball. That's when we can take a second and, and rest. But when the ball's in play uh, or it's their throw in or free kick, they're going to put it down and they're going to play forward and they're coming at you right away. So uh, it's a wonderful test in concentration and also us being, you know, together and, and our line being connected. 
Um, you know, we have to manage the depth because their two forwards have no problems just taking off and running in behind. So, you know, our line being aware of when to drop and when to step is it, be, it just becomes a new challenge today. The game is going to be faster, which um, I like. I think in some ways that really suits us, but I think it also gives us a, a good challenge here early on to, to, to evaluate some things as well. Wonderful. And one more for me. Um, this is your home debut. Will you have any family and friends in attending? Who's going to be there uh, from the Vanny crew? <laughs> uh, my twins are boys are here. Uh, they came in this week or at the beginning of last week, I should say. Um, so they're here with me. My the rest of my family is still in Toronto and I might have some in-laws that uh, mother-in-law might might come down to help me with the boys and to watch the game. They're big fans. So it, it could look like that. But I'm I'm just excited that the Galaxy fans have an opportunity to come to the stadium now and and that the players get to feel the energy of the fans again in their home stadium. That's what makes the game special. And um, I'm excited for, for them to and for the fans to be able to share the experience together again. It's the way it should be. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. Thanks, Nikki. We'll go next to Josh Gessman with Corner of the Galaxy. Josh, go ahead. Thanks, Chris. Uh, hey, Greg, I know we talked a little bit about the, the win last week and how it gave you, you know, a lot of confidence. There was a lot of emotion there. Um, a lot of things probably went well for you. Is there any concern that that turns into overconfidence or over emotion whenever you go up against your second game? Is there a way to sort of manage the expectations between the two games? No, I, I think we're very early in the season to to feel overconfident. I think we're still very much in a process phase of evaluating where we're at, taking steps forward as a group. Um, you know, this week we looked last week's game doesn't isn't going to have much of the identity of this week's game. But we did take a look at some of the things that we want to to be aware of as we continue to build and put bricks in our house as we move forward, as, you, as we would say, you know, so there's things to learn from. A lot of things continue to progress. Again, I like the potential of the, of the intensity of this game and the speed. I think the you know the last game was was kind of slow and methodical in many ways. This game will be different, so uh, I like that. It's a new challenge. I think our group recognizes it that it's a new challenge, and every game presents something different for us. Um, and we're looking forward to just you know again the process of getting after this game and having to be focused and uh, and ready for every single play. And, and I think that's uh, that suits well. That suits us well right now. It's something that we need right now. Perfect. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Josh. We'll go next to Sam Stretchville next with the Athletics. Sam, go ahead. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Greg, for taking the time. Um, not so much related to this week's game or anything, uh, but with all of the news around the Super League this week, it kind of created a little momentum and a little. We're not going to play in it. If you were wondering, we're not going to play in that. Day. So no, no Super gonna, Club in the Super League. We're going to stay out. We'll see how it how it transpires, <laughs> and then maybe we'll get in. We'll see. Um, but it sort of has sort of reignited the constant chatter about MLS and Liga MX and the growing relationship between those two leagues. I'm curious what you think about the, the relationship between MLS and Liga MX and if you would like to see uh, the leagues kind of come closer together and have more comp competitions against each other. You know, I, I like uh, – I don't know that it necessarily needs to be a one league per se, but I like the interleague play. I like, um, you know, when the when – the, two club or two leagues f have competition, whether that's in champions league or some version of it. I think it's interesting. It's, you know, it's the the highest level of international soccer at the club level that we're going to get probably in our, in our region. So it, it's, I think our players who come internationally like that as well. That's uh, it's something that um, is a little bit 
that they're used to when they're, for example, in Europe or South America and the clubs play in Copa Sudamericana or, or different things down there. It gives us some competition that's other than the, the teams we play all the time. And, and I think the international players love it. I think our, our domestic players need it. Um, and I think it's, it's, a, it's a great way to, um, for the players to, to um, something for them to look forward. And I think it's good for their, their progress and development. Second is, I think the fans enjoy it. I think there's enough crossover now between fans of one league and fans of the other. And, and uh, with, I think, Champions League getting more and more um, competitive between the two nations specifically, I, I think the competition can be, can be very good. I think from a fan base and from a revenue perspective and all the things that other people look at, I think there can be some real value with that as well. It's just a calendar thing, right? It's when do you play these games? Yeah. How many of them can you actually get? It's the same challenge that they have with, with Champions League or or whatever those are. It's just become so many games and a lot of travel. So, but but I like the concept. It's just a matter of how does it get get worked out. For sure. Thanks. Thanks, Sam. We'll go next to Marcelino Fernandez with ESPN. Marcelino, go ahead. Uh, thank you, uh, Greg. Uh, Marcelino Fernandez from ESPN Mexico. Uh, how do you feel uh, the performance of Javier Hernandez in the first game and in the preseason? Uh, uh, what what do you expect from uh, from this, and how do you work with with him uh, 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 with uh, the last season that uh, that that he um, uh, don't adapt to the team and and to the league? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, the last season was the last season. It was a different coach, different team, different scenario. Uh, he's addressed that from a personal standpoint. From a technical and tactical standpoint, we were very different than where we were, I think, a year ago or where the club was. So that aside, you know, how we work um, and looking at last week, I'm pleased with how we started. I, I think, you know, in the first half, we didn't have enough support kind of around him. I, thought, I felt like he was pretty isolated and Because of that, he didn't get many touches and many looks in the areas that we want him to, in the box and in, in spaces like that. Second half, we were able to get more support around him, and for you know, and we can do that in different ways. And I felt like uh, he was able to get those touches in the box and get opportunities, which is where he's at his best, is in and around in the front of the goal. So uh, we have to continue to do that for him and support that. I think his work uh, every day, he continues to work hard and and. Uh, and we today and, and days we try to make sure we get a certain amount of finishing for him and, and for the group every every week, which my understanding is they never did last year. So this is these are all things that are positive for him as he um, you know continues on his journey. He's a fantastic player, very very clever around the box, and between between what we do as a group and uh, and him and what he's doing in training every day, I'm confident in his ability to continue to be successful through the season. And, and like all strikers, he'll have, he'll, some days he'll score and some days he won't, but, um, but I think by the end of it all, he'll have, uh, he'll have enough goals that it'll, it'll show that it makes a lot of sense, you know, what's going on for him right now. Thanks Marcelino. We'll go next to John Rojas. John, go ahead. Thanks Chris. Hi, Greg. Thanks for the time. Uh, I actually have two questions. The first one, um, Saldana played a really good game last game, but from the outside, when Harvey came in, he, he gave you more of a, of a presence on midfield. And um, my thinking there is who between those two will get more playing time depends on that kind of presence against the rival. Uh, what they can bring to to the team in that in that sense of the physical presence, the battle, 
the one v ones, or how do you go about those those two guys? Yeah, I mean, I think to the point they are they're not the same player. I think they're they play the position in different ways. I think, um, as you said, Carlos is is a big physical presence. He's he's looking for tackles. He's looking to get involved in in challenges, and and um, that's a nice quality to have. Uh, you know, sometimes with Carlos, he uses his physicality when even when he's on the ball, he wants to invite pressure, and and he uses that to. Uh, to his advantage sometimes. So sometimes he doesn't play as fast as, as say an Adam would play faster because he doesn't have the physical qualities that, that Carlos has. And so the ball gets on his foot and off his foot faster to other guys. And so, and Adam, I think is a clever defender. He's not necessarily, you know, Carlos in terms of going through people and, and having that same presence. So they're diff They do it in different ways. It just depends on what we need at any given time. I would, I want to see both of these guys. They're young. I want to see them develop because, I think they can get a little bit, uh, they can add a little bit of what each other has in, in some ways um, to continue to fill out sort of their their resume and, and pedigree, if you will. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, again, it's looking at different moments and different games to see what is what we're looking for and what our best solution is. I also want to support them and give them confidence in their development. They're young players and uh, every opportunity to play is an opportunity for them to learn and to to uh, gain some skills and some some experience in, in their development. So, um, you know, we'll keep that in mind as well. They both have a bright future, though. Thank you for that one. The second one is uh, th that first win looks from the outside again that that it meant more for the culture, the process and, and, and the philosophy that you want to implement that for the three points and the table, the standings. This second one, too. Yeah, I think, you know, the the win on the road and the way we went about it coming back two times, uh, the challenges that existed in, you know, in terms of temperature and the things that were just the present in the game, the first game of the year, uh, overcoming some difficult moments, I think is always going to be uh, a character win and a, and a culture win in many ways. There were some things that we executed well, some things we didn't execute well. That's the beginning of the season. That's part of the, and especially with a new coach and a new philosophy and guys, everybody still getting connected, we're going to do some things well, and we're going to do some things not well in the moment. And those minutes, the things we do well will increase uh, in consistency uh, as we continue to get more and more repetition. Uh, but in terms of the win, yeah, I think it was big for the cultural side of things and just for the, the mentality of the group to, to push through some challenges. This week will be, it'll be similar in that, you know, the game's not going to be perfect. No game against the Red Bulls is ever going to be perfect. That's just the way they like it. And, and they will have their, their influence on the game. So we have to, uh, again, look to play well, look to play in our style and our vision, but there's going to be challenges in this game and we've got to concentrate for 90 minutes and we've got to, we've got to um, execute in the moments that we have opportunities to execute on both sides and both boxes. So uh, it will be, if we can get through it in the right way, it will be another culture win. And as, as they all are at the beginning of the season and an opportunity for us to get better as we continue to assess ourselves and take steps forward. Thanks, John. I think we have time for one more quick one. We'll go to Sophie Nicolau with uh, the final question. Sophie, go ahead. Thanks, uh, Chris. Hey, coach. I uh, hope you're having an epic Friday. Um, okay. You know, it's so early in the season and um, you've got a, a new team you're gelling together. Uh, just wondered, looking on the super positive sides, what has encouraged you the most about this group of players that you're um, putting together um, and the stuff that you're trying to implement? What what have been those positives so far in such a short space of time? 
Yeah, you know, the first thing I'll say on the super positive side, I'll start off the field a little bit, is I think we have a really, really good group of guys. They enjoy each other. They work hard for each other. They respect each other. Uh, they respect the vision and the direction of what we're trying to do. Uh, and they're 100% bought in and they're committed to it. And, you know, we can sit in the video room and spend time and talk about situations and scenarios. And they're very free at, at having those discussions. And we can make progress when when people are like that and when people are open minded and ready to make that kind of a uh, strides. And so they've done the same thing when we've gone on the field and we've trained and we worked on things, we get a hundred percent every single day from every guy. That's, you know, that's not a given in every team, just to be clear. So to have that in, in a group like this is important as we continue to push forward. Uh, and I like the makeup of our team. I think, you know, between the experienced guys and the younger players that are coming along, the additions that we continue to add, Guys are starting to get more balanced out in terms of their fitness. The guys that showed up late need, needed to get some fitness under their belts. So we're starting to get where we're kind of more in the same same place than we were even a week ago. So with that, I think um, understanding physically just being on the same page is, is getting there, which means we're seeing more moments of success even in training and guys taking things on in the way we like. So I like the direction that, that – the team is going and uh, we still have a lot of work to do. We're still early stages, but um, I think the mentality of the group and the direction and the way they're taking things on has been very, very positive. Awesome. Thanks. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. That's all we have for you today. We appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hola, Jonah. Gusto saludarte. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Muy bien. Gracias. Quería Good. preguntarte... ¿En qué momento se encuentra Jonathan Dos Santos ahorita ya después de ese primer partido, de esa primera victoria como grupo, eh, tanto físicamente, mentalmente y, y también lo que representa esta temporada para ti, para tus aspiraciones personales que decías jugándote un poco esa continuidad con el club y que teniendo una buena temporada también se pueda repercutir en lo que viene con la selección mexicana? Sí, bueno, en lo personal me siento muy bien físicamente eh, al 100%. Bueno, es cierto que todavía me falta agarrar ese ritmo de de partidos, porque lleva mucho tiempo sin jugar partidos oficiales, no lo mismo estar jugando partidos amistosos y entrenando que partidos oficiales, pero bueno, poco a poco yo creo que con, con los partidos voy a ir agarrando ese ritmo, lo más importante es que me siento bien, me siento contento, eh, lo más importante es que el grupo está, está muy bien, está en sintonía, estamos en sintonía, nos sentimos como familia, eh, hay un gran grupo, así que hay que seguir así, hay que seguir por este camino, es cierto que es el primer partido, pero el primer partido fue, eh, yo creo que eh, muy importante para nosotros, en el, en el sentido de, bueno, tener ese eh, estado de anímico eh, eh, y empezar de, con el pie derecho siempre es, es importante, como digo, y, y las aspiraciones para este año siempre lo he dicho, eh, nuestras aspiraciones es llegar a la final, ganar la Copa, no me basta ya con, con llegar a los playoffs, este es mi cuarto año aquí en, en el Galaxy y quiero hacer algo grande, ¿no? Eh, hemos estado sufriendo mucho... Estos, estos, estos tres últimos años, cuatro o cinco años, tanto los aficionados como el club, como los jugadores, eh, yo que he estado aquí de, adentro del club, he podido vivir de todo, así que este año siento que, que va a ser un año diferente y, y yo creo que vamos a disfrutar eh, todos juntos de este año, ¿no? Thanks, Katia. We'll go next to a question from Monica Delgado, Espacio Filtrado. Monica, go ahead. Thank you, Chris. Hola, Jonathan. Te saluda Mónica Delgado. Eh, tú eres un jugador que ya conoce la MLS. Ahora vemos a un LA Galaxy balanceado con futbolistas experimentados y jóvenes. ¿Cómo te sientes de la importancia que le está dando el entrenador a esa combinación? La verdad que muy bien. Eh, 
estoy contento porque le está dando muchas oportunidades a, a gente joven, como tú bien lo dices, hay gente también experimentada, creo que es importante tener es, esa mezcla, ¿no? porque al final eh, el talento, el, 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 la experiencia eh, es una muy buena combinación y, y, y el, bueno, el, el, el trabajo que tengo yo es pues, ayudar a, a mis compañeros, eh, intentar siempre apoyarlos y cierto que que bueno, al final, eh, si se tiene que, que, bueno, que regañar a alguno de los jóvenes, se, se hará, pero por ahora los veo muy bien, los veo con, con mucha ilusión, los veo trabajando a todos muy bien. Por ejemplo, Adam, que jugó su, el, el otro día su primer partido con el equipo como profesional en primera división, lo hizo muy bien porque no era un partido nada fácil, especialmente contra Miami en su campo, y lo hizo muy bien, así que hay que seguir así, intentar ayudar a todos los jóvenes, como te digo. Y, y, y bueno, eh, feliz por, 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 por todos los jóvenes que, que lo están haciendo muy bien. Thanks, Monica. We'll go next to a question from John Rojas. John, go ahead. Thanks, Chris. Hola, Jonathan. ¿Me escuchas? Hola, ¿cómo estás? Bien, gracias. Eh, está lindo tu bebé. Gracias por presentárnoslo. Me eh, ¿no? <risa> parece, ¿no? <risa> Oye, mi. Dos, dos me dijeron dos... lo mismo hoy, ¿eh? Bien, se parece, está lindo. <risa> Óyeme, dos, dos compañeros diferentes de línea el fin de semana pasado, uno Saldaña, el otro Harvey. Eh, ¿Cuál es la gran diferencia de jugar con los dos? Obviamente ahora congrega ahora y, y es evidente que Harvey obviamente es mucho más físico, pero para ti, ¿cuál es la gran diferencia? Eh, bueno, lo que tú dices, obviamente teniendo un jugador como Carlos te daba un poquito más de presencia, a lo mejor en el medio campo, en el sentido a la hora de, de defender, ¿no? Que es un jugador todoterreno, eh, también tiene muchísima calidad eh, y te puede correr box, box to box, así que es un jugador eh, que nos puede ayudar mucho en ese sentido, en lo defensivo eh, y como también, y también en, 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 a la hora de, de salir, de sacar el balón. Y Adam es un jugador talentoso, lo hemos visto, ¿no? Es un jugador de mucha calidad, sabe leer muy bien los partidos. A mí me sorprendió muchísimo desde que lo vi en, en los partidos de, de pretemporada. Un jugador a esa edad que juegue de esa manera eh, es, es increíble y tenemos la, bueno, la gran suerte de tenerlo, de tenerlo con nosotros en el club. Creo que es un gran futuro para, para este club. Eh, sí es cierto que está empezando, está aprendiendo todavía. Y, y bueno, es bueno tenerlo como compañero y obviamente... Eh, pues aquí estaré para, para ayudarlo tanto a él como, como a Carlos en, en todo lo que yo pueda, ¿no? We'll go next to a question from Andy Diosa. Andy, go ahead. Hola, Jonah, ¿cómo estás? Hola, ¿todo bien? ¿Y tú? Muy bien, gracias. Jonah, hemos escuchado mucho el equipo hablar en, este, pues, en la pretemporada y en, en este primer partido que se siente mucho como una familia, la mentalidad está un poco cambiada verdaderamente qué está qué, qué los tiene así es un, un cambio de técnico un cambio de cultura la, la necesidad de, de poder mostrar que el año pasado y los años pasados no eran lo que ustedes quieren hacer qué, qué tiene eso así tan diferente este año sí lo que tú dices yo creo que el cambio de, de cultura de técnico un poco de todo no eh, como yo te lo puedo decir en lo personal no yo que he estado aquí pues tres años es la primera vez que siento esas vibras, esas vibras en el vestuario, ¿no? que nos sentimos como una familia, como, como hermanos. Eh, siento que conozco mucho más mis, a, a mis compañeros eh, en, en lo personal. Eh, ponemos más música en el vestuario, ponemos música cuando vamos a, a los entrenamientos. Eh, antes casi no hacíamos eso. 
Y estamos, la verdad que tenemos una, una relación, una sintonía, una sintonía muy buena, tanto dentro como fuera del campo, y, y como tú dices, gracias al, al nuevo staff, que todos la verdad son muy buenas personas, muy buena gente, muy cercanos, eh, nos entienden muy bien a los jugadores, que también es, es muy importante, ¿no? El hecho de, de que, bueno, de que, por ejemplo, Gre fue jugador y nos entiende muy bien, ¿no? A la hora de, de bueno, de, de pues, eh, eh, dejarnos ser un poco entre comillas, libres, ¿no? Como, como personas y, y, y yo creo que eso se, se muestra en el campo, ¿no? Lo, yo creo que lo pudimos ver el otro día contra Miami en un partido muy complicado. Eh, regresamos dos veces eh, del partido y, y al final acabamos ganando. Y la verdad que, que bueno, esperemos seguir eh, así. Creo que, como te digo, este año va a ser totalmente diferente a todos los años que, que yo he estado aquí. Y, y lo que te digo, todos vamos a una y ojalá que este año pueda ser eh, el mejor de todos para, para todos nosotros. We'll go next to Servanda, or excuse me, Fernando Ceballos. Fernando, go ahead. Hola, Ayana, espero que estés muy bien. Eh, yo quisiera preguntarte, porque no habíamos tenido la oportunidad de platicar contigo, eh, ¿cómo viste a, a Efra en ese viaje a, contigo a la, a la selección? Los vimos muy juntos. Se de mí. ¿Eh? No, que quería ver cómo lo viste tú como líder del Galaxy, como, como líder de la selección también, cómo, cómo le cayó el viaje y cómo le cayó la vuelta también con el equipo y, y que no tuvo minutos ¿no? En, ese, en ese primer partido contra Miami. Sí, como te digo, lo primero es que no se despegaba de mí en toda la concentración de la, de la selección. <ríe> Siempre me buscaba, es normal, era su primera convocatoria con, bueno, con, la, con la absoluta y yo muy contento por él, obviamente, por tenerlo eh, en el Galaxy. Sabemos que es un jugador con muchísimo talento, con mucho futuro. Ojalá y decida quedarse con, eh, con nosotros, con, con la selección mexicana. Eh, y lo vi muy bien, en los entrenamientos lo vi muy bien, como si fuera su primera vez. Eh, obviamente es cierto que los, el primer día, el segundo día está un poquito nervioso, ¿no? Porque siempre me decía, no, es que estoy jugando ahora con... Yo los veía por la tele, estoy jugando con Herrera, Guardado, no sé qué. Entonces, obviamente, pues es un shock para él, ¿no? Así que eh, lo disfrutó, la verdad que lo disfrutó muchísimo. Y, y, y bueno, eh, hay, tiene que seguir trabajando, ¿no? Todavía es muy joven, eh, todavía es muy, muy, muy joven. En el equipo le va muy bien también, aquí con el Galaxy. Es cierto que no tuvo lo que tú dices, minutos el otro día, pero sé que va a ser un jugador importantísimo porque, es, como te digo, es un jugador con, con muchísimo talento, con mucha calidad, está trabajando muy, 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 muy duro. Creo que es uno de los años que más, eh, que mejor lo veo físicamente eh, porque la calidad ya, ya la tiene, así que, eh, y bueno, también aquí estoy yo para, para tirar de la, tirarle de las orejas, así que, que bueno, eh, contento de tenerlo con nosotros y, y bueno, eh, nada más decirle que siga trabajando, que va a ser un jugador con motivos muy importante. Hola, Jonah, ¿cómo estás? Hola, ¿cómo estás? ¿Todo bien? Bien, bien. Um, so, ya sabemos de la situación de, de, de Sebastian Leger, no, no va a poder jugar con ustedes por estos dos juegos. Um, vimos que, que ustedes en el partido pasado le dieron más uh, soporte a Chicharito enfrente. ¿Cómo tú te sientes de, de, de jugando en la formación 4-4-2 o, y cómo empezaron, empezaron? ¿Y cómo ves que van a poder jugar este fin de semana? Bueno, en el equipo lo, lo bueno que tenemos es que tenemos muchas variaciones, ¿no? El juegue, quien juegue lo va a hacer bien en, en cualquier tipo de, de formación, como tú dices. Eh, jugamos un 4-4-2, 4-3-3, en el partido vamos teniendo diferentes, dependiendo del, del, del rival, siempre intentamos tener esas variaciones, ¿no? Eh, contrarrestar lo que va a hacer el otro equipo. 
Pero bueno, es cierto que vamos a extrañar a Sebastián. Sebastián es un jugador muy, muy importante. Lo ha demostrado muchísimo en, en estos últimos tres años. Eh, es un jugador que te da muchísimo eh, balance, calidad. Eh, mete, también mete muchos goles. Es un jugador que llega mucho al área, eh, que también controla muy bien el juego. Así que obviamente se le va a extrañar. Eh, pero como te digo, eh, por lo que veo en este año, juegue quien juegue, lo va a hacer bien. O sea, eso es lo que nos faltaba a lo mejor en otros años, por formaciones o por diferentes tipos o formas de, de jugar, este año siento que, que bueno, el que, lo, el que juegue lo va, a hacer, lo va a hacer bien, pero como te digo, Sebastián es Sebastián y, y, y se le va a extrañar, obviamente. Gracias. Thanks, we'll go to, um, sorry, Marcelino Fernández with ESPN. Marcelino, go ahead. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jonathan, eh, buenas tardes, Marcelino Fernández del Castillo de ESPN México. Eh, ¿Cómo has notado la, la evolución de un año a otro de, de Javier Hernández, esta presentación en donde eh, parece que tiene más libertad, más cercanía con el balón? Eh, ¿cómo, ¿Cómo ha sido todo este proceso? Y si te parece, si lo ves eh, en un futuro cercano, regresando a la selección nacional con este nivel que mostró en el primer partido. No, lo veo muy bien, la verdad que lo veo eh, muy bien. Eh, bueno, él, él ya ha hablado de esa situación, yo no tengo nada más que, de qué hablar ni, de me, ni meterme en su vida personal ni, ni, ni futbolística. Yo solo estoy aquí para apoyarlo. Lo que te puedo decir es que lo veo muy bien en los entrenamientos, lo veo feliz, lo veo totalmente eh, metido 100% con el equipo. Estoy muy, muy contento por, por bueno, porque metió su, esos dos, dos goles. Al final, yo digo, para un eh, delantero es lo más importante, ¿no? El hecho de, de meter gol. Llevaba tiempo, pues, eh, sin meter gol. Eh, sabía que tenía, yo, yo sabía que él tenía mucha presión en ese sentido. Se sacó esa presión de encima. Eh, yo creo que ahora vamos a ver un chicharito mucho más libre de lo que lo vimos en el partido pasado. Eh, sabemos que Charito va a ser un jugador súper importante, tanto en la elaboración del juego como en la, en la finalización. Sabemos que va a estar ahí. Y sé que va a meter muchísimos goles, no tengo ninguna duda. Obviamente eh, eh, nosotros tenemos que ayudarle, no, no creo que vaya a ser goles eh, eh, solo. Eh, para eso está el, el equipo, que al final eh, lo que nos inculcó el, el entrenador es eso, ¿no? que tenemos que ser un equipo, que nadie se puede creer más, más que los demás. Así que eh, sí, Chicharito eh, lo veo al 100%, sé que va a ser uno de los mejores jugadores de, de la liga este año, ya lo demostró esta semana, ya fue el mejor jugador de, de la semana, así que eh, que siga así, es bueno para nosotros y, y bueno, que no, que no baje.